With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Michael J. for Hope for the Warriors. Started back in 06 at Camp Lejeune. Military families witnessing the effects of war on their loved ones. Now, almost 20 years later, they've aided over 53,000 service members, veterans, and families with confidential, high-quality behavioral health care services at little or no cost to post-9-11 vets and their families. Over 91% of every dollar donated goes directly to the programs. If you're as concerned about our heroes as I am, go to hopeforthewarriors.org. Hi, everybody. It's the Gallagher Shots podcast here for your first audio of the season for reaction to a football game. It is Newcastle United 1, Crystal Palace 2. I am joined, as always, by Mark Walker, Dagger Petri, and Mr. Stephen Best. So, boys... It has. <laughs> first thing first, have we, we changed the name of the podcast? Well, yes. So everything which is going out in audio now is going to be the Gallagher Shot podcast. The reason why I'm laughing is because I can see everybody and best he's just done. I don't know what he's done with his hand. Um, but yeah, we are here for our reaction to that game. Um, it wasn't too bad in regards to performance-wise, was it? I'll move straight to you, Bestie, with a smile on your face. Always. Always. It wasn't too bad at all. Um, I'm always kind of worried that we'll get lured into a bit of a false sense of security because time and time again, we've seen them start quite well and then like really, really struggle. Um, whereas the weekend against Everton, they kind of maintained it throughout. And today, I thought they played pretty well. They started well, got the goal early on Shelby after like, what, 90 seconds, whatever it was. Um, and then it was just an unfortunate five, ten minute spell where they got two, had one chalked off, and we really didn't seem to be able to get a, a foothold, as they say. And then um, after that, kind of, for all the intent, all the kind of best efforts, we had ten strikers on towards the end of the game and just couldn't couldn't break them down. Yeah, obviously, we, we took the lead, like like you've said there. We took the lead in the second minute. Um, I'll go to you, Decker, because uh, Shelby is one of your, your uh, more favoured <laughs> players in the team. Um, a great strike. By Shelby, not just Shelby, great run up to the goal itself, and um, to score so early on, 
I know a lot of the time people say it, it's a bad time to score a goal, but even after the goal, and we'll talk about the goal itself, but we did look um, determined after the goal. We didn't sit back and just let that lie. We wanted to score more, but the goal itself, mate, it was great, wasn't it? Um, it's something that we're probably not used to seeing. It's us coming out. I mean, goals me and Mark in general. Often, yeah, well, goals in general. Yeah, me and, me and Mark's often said it and then joked that we'll start well in games. But this was this was different. This was really starting well. We were on the front foot. We were closing them down. We were looking hungry. And for all for all Shelby scored, and, and I, I did think he played well tonight, but it's just really nice to see with centre midfielder be on the edge of their box for a change. You know what I mean? Like be on the end of a ball that's that's in, in, in a dangerous area rather than the usual Shelby picking it up almost as deep as the Gallagher. You know what I mean? And, and it was just nice to see. Um the strike itself, you could say, was it a great strike? I'm not quite sure because it hit the ground, right? So I don't really know. Yeah, so, and, uh, so it, it did hit the ground, but yeah, e- I even think that then, was intentional. I don't know I'm, about. That. I'm not sure if it was intentional, mate. I'm not sure if it was. Um, but either way, it found the back of the net, and like yeah. I said, they mock even after the goal. We went on to to basically, I wouldn't say dominate the game because it was pretty end to end at times, but we looked more threatening on the attack. Yeah, for the, the, the first 20 minutes, we looked very in control. We were, we were creating a lot. Miggy was having a fantastic time picking the ball up and running forward. Um, Shelby, was, as Deck has just said there, was was a lot further up the pitch than we used to seeing him. Um, and, and we had Wilson, you know, drifting out of that right right side and uh, Fraser drifting out to the, the left and it was working very, very well for us. Um, and then... For a for a mad obviously four minutes where we, we we conceded those couple of goals and then our heads seemed to drop a little bit in in that spell up until half an hour and then we we, we got back into it with a chance and again that seemed to lift with confidence and, and get we get we're into it but um, even even after kind of scoring the first goal we had that that good chance through um, Wilson with the, the kind of scorpion kick as well where he, he kind of like flicked it from behind him so. Things could have been been a little bit different. Um, had 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 a bit of bit of fortune and a bit of luck there. Yeah, I think that that was the, the major concern. Obviously, in, in that first half, Palace had a couple of shots on goal um, and they scored uh, both of them. Um, we'll go straight into their their first goal, uh, which was a, a fantastic strike. But Bestie, it took a huge deflection off Kieran Clark, if I remember right, and 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 Doll was beaten by the deflection, not the shot itself. He, he's yeah. beaten by the deflection. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it, it looks, it's a, a good hit by, I think, is it uh, Riederwald? I'm not too sure. It is. Riederwald. And um, I mean, Dolo's got it. Dolo's got it covered. And it, it clocks most only. Shopping these days can be underwhelming. But at QVC, we believe those who love to shop deserve a living, breathing way to shop. Where product descriptions are alive with demos by creators, chats with inventors, and hosts who know the most. From self-care and kitchenware to fashion trends and forever faves. At QVC, we bring life to products and products to life. Shop qvc.com slash podcast and use code QVC15podcast for $15 off $30 for new customers. This is shopping brought to life. Bye two, three yards ahead of him, and there's no chance once that ball, once that ball comes off Clark's hip, um, that Dolo can correct himself and save it. Like it's, It was just a shame. I mean, it was a, a period of pressure they had around the box where they the kind of kept it going and kept it going and we, we just couldn't seem to nick it back off them and ball comes in, Lewis gets to it and it's a it's a great hit. Like, But again, as good a hit as it is, 
that's not what makes it go in. It's the just the deflection, which is a mm. shame. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, you're right. Um, second goal is scored just a, a few moments afterwards. I think it's three, four minutes afterwards. Um, it comes it comes from a needless free kick that I know on the live stream, which we've just done there over on YouTube. Um, everybody mentioned how needless it is to, to give away a free kick in that position. And I think in the stream you said it's it's callback-esque, um, something which callback used to do quite a bit. And I said it's something Rich Richie still does and Hayden does at times. Um, it's, it's needless from Lewis, isn't it? It really is. It's exactly what I said on, on the live stream was it's very callback-esque where players going nowhere. The player's not hurting you. You know, he's, he's, he's down the line. He's right next to the corner flag almost. You know, just stand your ground. Be, you know, just stay in front of him. Stand your ground. Let him let him try and beat you. But he, he, he just leans in there to try and make a challenge. And, and the, obviously the attack has gone down to the ground. And you're just inviting pressure. Um, what what I'll, I, I will just comment about, Lewis, I actually thought he played well in the game. I also thought yeah. in the lead-up yeah. to the first goal, he did an incredible interception, like sort of clearance yeah. to stop them from scoring. And so unluckily, it then landed to that lad who then smashed the ball. Um, but yeah, it's it's just it's just one of them. It always seems to happen to us as well, where we'll give a cheap free kick away, we all comment and go, oh, it's a needless one to give away, it's a bit dangerous this. And then the score, it's, it's, just, such, it's just so hard. It was a really, really bad five minutes. It was a really bad five minutes. So it's it's Cahill that, that grabs the goal, um, gets a head out, goes goes past Dolo, obviously. Um, it, it's a great run by Cahill. Fabian Scher is marking a mark. Marking a mark. See what I did there? So he's marking, <laughs> marking him, Mark. Um, <laughs> um, he runs through a, a box of crowded players and, and Fabian Scher has got no chance of getting anywhere. And Yarm Zaha unintentionally steps to his right-hand side, which, which blocks uh, Fabian's uh, runoff even more so. And it, it gives Cahill a, a free header and being able to put some power on the back of that header as well. And once again, th- there's no chance of stopping it. No, I, I, in in all honesty, I thought it was a very good set piece from from Palace, um, kind of as were, were mentioned in the, in the stream. It's the way he sets himself up. He just takes himself away to the back of the the back of the uh, back post away from the action um, and kind of lulls them into a, a false sense of he's, he's not going to be involved because of the way of the plane. And then I know you're saying it's kind of a bit unintentional by Zaha blocking, but the, the rest of the, the Crystal Palace um, players in the box held their line perfectly. They didn't move. They allowed Cahill to then just come around their, their holding wall, essentially, and get to the, the front post. So I think it was a very, a very good set piece that they've they probably worked on in, in training of doing that type of move because it was very intentional, the run that, that Cahill made. Um, and like you say, he got around, he, he lost, he lost share because of the, the block that he got probably did have a little bit of fortune, but it was certainly an intention there to, to stop it from happening. And then he gets a, a very, a very nice, powerful header on in, and there's nothing, nothing we can do mm. as a as a goalkeeper to to stop that going in. Sometimes you've just got to hold your your hands up and say, you know, it's it's we've been undone by a, a, a bit of quality. Yeah, no, no, you're right, mate. And when when that second goal went in, I think we were all in agreement that um, that it was going to end like that. That the scoreline wasn't going to end uh, with two one Crystal Palace uh, victory on that, and it did in the end. Uh, but just to go through a few of the players' performances, obviously we've touched on uh, Callum Lewis, uh, uh, sorry, Jamal Lewis. And <coughs> you, how, you always do that. Always, I always do <laughs> that, and I don't know why. I don't know why I always do that. But Jamal Lewis, um, 
he he had another decent game. Uh, that's the second game in a row. I know he, he was at fault for giving that free kick away, which we have mentioned there. But th- this is you can see potential in him now, and I, I'm not sure what's changed. Is it the rival of Graham Jones which has done that, or is it just the the full squad having basically rejuvenated on, on this one? Really, um, but I, I'll go to you on on this one, Bestie. He does look like a better player right now, doesn't he? Than what we have seen over the last handful of weeks. I think he does. Um, and it, it's hard to kind of put a finger on what it is that's changed. Is it? I mean, the the, the shape and the setup of the team seems to have changed on a weekly basis. Like you know, so mm-hmm. has he just finally got to, got used to who he's playing with? Got used to playing for Bruce and Jones and Steve and Steve and Steve and Steve and, and Steve and Steve. I forgot about Steve there. Um, <laughs> it's really it's it's a tricky one. I mean, last season with Norwich, he, he struggled a little bit at the start of the season. Then after Christmas, New Year started to come through. So is it just that? Is it just that he's a young lad coming through and he needs that little kind of the, the Iota Perez um, syndrome? Maybe. Mm. Um, it's hard to say, really. Like, but yeah, it definitely seems to be. I mean, we'll say that, and then at the same time, kind of going back to what Dick I said earlier, the the free kick that. Palace got the took the lead from was a, a mistake he made on the on the wing where you maybe say it's a bit naive, a bit inexperienced, yeah, um, and, and needed a free kick to give away, and he given another one away on the halfway line like five minutes later, yeah. But again, he, he doesn't need to kind of um, doesn't need to make the challenge. So I, I think there's still I think the raw is the word people use, isn't it? I think people say he's a bit raw, mm-hmm. um, and I think that probably applies. But I I, I like him. I, I'm not really one. For writing players off too quickly, um, managers, yeah, no problem. I write them off straight away. But players, I'll take <laughs> my time with. And Lewis, I, I'm, I'm, I think he's starting to look more like the player we thought we were buying when we got him. Yeah, what's your thoughts on him, Dagger? Yeah, to be honest, he couldn't have it much better than my best he did. Really, um, I think you know to, to talk about how he's improved the last few games. I, I don't worry, I'm not going to go on a tangent here. But Shelby's looked a better player in this system or this, I don't know, whatever. Shelby looks a totally different man. He saw a lot, lot more of the ball than today, didn't he? Yeah, and he, he's a lot higher up the field. And I don't know if if the sheer sort of change in mentality of the of the whole team has obviously helped Lewis as well. Um, he, he, he seemed more confident on the ball. He's willing to travel with the ball. He looks more defensively switched on, other than that one moment we've just spoke about. So in the, the comment Bessie made there is more like the player we expected to see when we signed him is a great is, is great comment because I think the last two games that's the left back that I was hoping we were going to sign and, and that's what he's been like other than that mistake or the, the, you know that sort of rush in judgment um, definitely has definitely has been better so, you so you're talking about he's got in, in front of him though he's, he's the last two games he's had Fraser playing in front of him on the left hand side who who gives you more I guess defensive cover than than he's than he's probably had in front of him for the rest of the season, particularly when obviously we've had Saints playing there. And when he hasn't been in there, it's it's been Joe Linton for the, the majority of the time. Who, you know, neither of them are going to give you a lot of a kind of tracking back in that that protection from the the opposition's right hand side midfield and and fullback in getting forward. Whereas Fraser's quite happy to do that that almost donkey work of of tracking back and covering as well and I think the two of them have just they seem to have, have, have really just hit on a connection um because going forward as well the the linking up very well Lewis is, is getting up there to support Fraser he's overlapping him or he's he's being just dropping off that little bit from Fraser to pick up the ball from so 
I think that the pair of them just just look good together, and and in this formation that we've we've kind of stumbled on, just just seems to be bringing out the the best in them. I'm not sure if we've stumbled upon it, mate, or if somebody's brought it up with them <laughs> in relation to, to, to Graham's Jonah. It was highlighted last week after the Everton game that he has used this this formation in the past for the teams that he has been at. Um, and you can see a difference, of course you can. Like like Deck I just mentioned there, Shelby. Um I, I I am a big critic of Shelby. I always have been. Uh, I think that he, he should do better a lot of the times when he is on the field. But tonight, of course, there, there was the odd patch pass that, that went miles off target and same with the shots but he went looking for the ball no matter what he went looking for the ball and he did link or play quite a bit and very very attacker minded which is what you want to see which moves us on to Isaac Hayden when Shelby's doing that bestie it lets Isaac Hayden do the the dirty work basically Um, and as mentioned in, in the stream once again where Hayden had one of his games where he's not a standout player, but he's doing everything right what he should be doing. Yeah, he, he, exactly right. And Decker uh, made the point during the stream as well that he kind of um, he just cleans up like that, and that's kind of playing to Hayden's strength a little bit because he's not he's not a box to box midfielder. He's not someone who's going to put the ball seventy five yards into someone's toe end. He's but he's he's tidy and he's if he, he tends to make the right decision. I think. Um, and you, you see that when he just kind of sits in front of the back four and what needs to be done, it's, it's unglamorous. It's, it's kind of... Does an orthopedic condition or sports injury have you sidelined? Make your comeback with GW Hospital Sports Medicine. We offer services from neck to toe, including care for shoulders, hips, knees, ankles, and hands. Plus, we're the official healthcare partner of GW Athletics, the DC Furies, and the DC Revolution. Get back to doing the things you love. Learn more at gwhospital.com slash sportsmed or call 888-4-GW-DOCS. Physicians are not employees or agents of this hospital. If, um, you've got to have that kind of player in your team who's not who's not going to like, we've got centre-halves, we've got like Fabian Scher who'll kind of take the ball 70 yards forward then blast it into the rosette. Um, he, he'll put one in the top corner every now and then, but um, he's due one actually. But yeah, uh, him, um, for me, I, I, I like what he does, but... I think the problem we've had in centre midfield this season, maybe the past few seasons, going back to when my key there, a lot of people make the point that we haven't replaced the army properly, is that we're not mobile in the slightest there. Like Hayden, as I say, isn't the kind of long-busting boxer-boxer. Shelby certainly isn't. Uh, the long staffs, I don't think, seem to be either. Key wasn't when he was there. Like I say, we've got Hendrick. something about Jeff Hendrick. Sorry, yeah, I totally forgot about him somehow. Um, <laughs> um, it, you know, hopefully we'll see what Joe Willick brings um, when he starts getting minutes but you'd like to think that he's the kind of player that can do that that can make the transition take the ball forward you know mm. carry it over halfway that 30-40 yards and just take the take the ball off if, if you're going to have Hayden in front of the back four just let him do that and he's perfectly good at it yeah there's two more players who I, I, I want to spend a little bit of time talking about uh, one of them well, it's going to be Miggy, surely. Well, first of all, it's Callum Wilson. Um, Callum Wilson, during the record, we, we mentioned how much he reminds you of the likes of Laura Remy because he does go on the flanks. He does try and pick the ball up there when he's not getting the service up top. Um, Dega, I'll go back to you on this one. He's just a great player having the team, isn't he? We, we don't deserve him. <laughs> we really don't. <laughs> um, don't say that. I mean, he's got everything, right? Like, 
you know, it, it's it, one thing I'm going to quickly mention here is like, you know, we've, we've getting beat here, but there's an awful lot of positives we're talking about for mm-hmm. once on a defeat. Mm-hmm. And, and I think Wilson's, Almiron and Wilson's performance, especially, really does sort of single that out. I thought Wilson, I mean, he's hold up play, man, and his ability to drift out wide to the right, which he seemed to be playing almost right wing a lot of times, um, coming inside the, 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 the play he did for Fraser's chance, where he comes inside, Meg's their player. And then he plays an out, outside of the foot pass to Fraser, which then Fraser tries to chip the keeper and the keeper saves it. Keeper, that was in the yeah. first half, yeah. That was absolutely wonderful play mm-hmm. from Wilson, that. Um, he didn't really have a chance tonight, I would from, from memory, off the top of my head. I can't recall him really having a, a real chance to score. But it, I think... From behind him, wasn't it? That's, probably that's right, yes. And that, that that's, header. Yeah. And if you think, and we've said this from the day we signed him, if you lose him, there's not much behind him, right? I mean, Gail, as much as I, I, I like Gail, he isn't Wilson, Joel Linton, certainly not Wilson in it. Mm. It does show you just how important Wilson is, you know. Um, and to quickly mention, and that's why I was so happy when Shelby did score because I, I was getting a bit worried that the only time we were scoring goals was when Wilson did. So Wilson um, assist as well went down. Wilson right? assist, that's it was yeah. I because it was mm-hmm. a good hold-up play again. He's an absolute class act, there's no doubt about it, and I think we are very lucky to have him, to be honest. Yeah, over to you, Mark. What's your thoughts on Wilson? Another great performance. Yeah, he was. He, he was. You know, albeit as Dick has just said, they're not really getting into the positions we would expect them to be in his in his traditional role. He, he played that that almost inside right position, and the the link up player arriving late when the, the the ball was going down the left or through the centre. He was he was finding his way into the middle and stuff like that. It just, I guess, it makes it difficult for the defenders to know where he's going to be and where he's going to pop up um, by by not playing where where they probably expect him and we expect him to be. But I, I just, he's strength at times. He's got that little bit of skill. Um, he's got that little bit of naughtiness in him as well that we're, we're, we're like, where he can, you know, kind of wind up the opposition and stuff like that. And there was just a, a, a few moments of magic from during that game that, that got us into positions to have, to have chances, you know, two or three good chances that he, he created and, and was involved with, um, albeit not playing in, in, in a typical number nine centre-forward role. Mm. Um, it's it's just a nice a, a nice bit of uh, something different to have, you know, of, of, of putting him in a, into, a, into a position and into a system where he's not necessarily the <laughs> focal point of it, but, but is still very, very heavily involved. Yeah, so, so Bessie, it's great to see him in the opposition half with other Newcastle United players. That, that's what I take from it. He's so used to being up top by himself. He, he's got yeah. about three, four players around him now. Yeah, well, but it, I don't want to say spill for a choice up there because uh, it certainly isn't the case. But but now we have, the, it's that attacking intent that we apparently um, aren't able to provide or aren't able to kind of threaten because Until of the limitation, limitations of the players and and whatever else seems to be the uh, the issue that they have. But yeah, he's kind of, as lads have said, he's kind of gone on the right-hand side a little bit. Miggy's come through the centre. Um, and he's linking up really well together. Um, it's a shame they couldn't have got something in the second half today because it would have kind of um, underlined that a bit, I think. But uh, but no, it, it's looks, it, it looks like there's something there. And I really hope that they can keep on improving, obviously stay up and build something around Wilson because he's a he looks to be a fantastic player. I mean this is when he was a Bournemouth, I didn't really um I, I didn't pay much heat to be honest with you. I, I wouldn't have been able to pick him up a lineup, I don't think. Um 
but having seen him more, I'm I'm very very impressed. Like Mark says, he's mm. got a bit of the a little bit of the um the, the nastiness about him that we need yeah. a bit ruthless. Shit house, shit house. Totally. We need it, man. Big, uh, yeah, big style. And he he, he had that one the day where he knocked it through for, for, for chance after Fraser had that uh, deck I mentioned earlier. There's loads of little things like that, and he's just he's quality. He is a really good striker, and it's um yeah, you've got to say he's a, he's a superb signing this summer. Mm. Last summer, yeah. is it? He's a complete forward, isn't he? He's a complete forward. Oh, yeah. He's not oh. just a goal scorer. He does so much more than that, doesn't he? Um, which is so impressive. He, he's he not just steal. Get his head was down, it, does he? Was it twenty million? Twenty million that that was gone yeah. for? Absolute yeah. steal for for a Premier League striker that. Um, especially as you, yeah. you see, we, we spent forty million pound on, on one who's on the bench getting illegal haircuts. Um, but less about that. <laughs> <laughs> You're just jealous. I, I am. I am jealous. Um, <laughs> What the last player who we'll talk about, and we'll talk about him in a little bit of detail, <sighs> is is Miguel Miron. I'll come straight to you, Decker, and yep. he's just. I know, I know, we wax lyrical about Miggy quite a lot on this podcast and on the YouTube channel. Every single member of this YouTube channel talks a hell of a lot of praise for Almiron, but tonight he was unstoppable. Unstoppable. And I know it was Dan who got um, BT Sports Man of the Match. But probably because he was on the winning team. For me, yeah. Almiron is is head and shoulders above anybody else on that on that field tonight in regards to to energy wise and, and determination and and drive. He, he always wants to get that ball and go forward. Um, again, I mean, we've lost and we're talking really positively about one of our players, which is a surprise. Um, and I totally agree. I mean, I, I've said to you many, many times and all is that he is the first person that I would have on the team sheet. Miggy has to play every week because he his energy and the way that he carries the ball. And not, not just that as well. How many times tonight where he would come back and just nick it off them? You know, just break up their play. There was a, there was one moment where um, on their right-hand side, they were bombing through on goal. And Miggy was the one who came in and intercepted Townsend. He mm. was the one that won that ball back. Um, he looks... He looks very confident at the minute. He's putting his foot on top of the ball and rolling it around, having a little look. And he very, very rarely loses the ball. And that's what I love about him. Very rarely loses the ball. He always finds a shirt. And he's always willing to come and look for the ball and try and drive and carry the ball. And he never goes hiding. And, you know, how can you knock him? And I think that's got a lot to do with the what we mentioned about Lewis, what we said about Shelby, the change in the mentality. Um of the team, the formation, and having Miggy in that number 10 role. And as I've said, I, I said it a lot of times during the live stream, when we didn't have the ball, Wilson was going out out wide and Miggy was almost looking like a striker. He was the one yeah. that was the highest up the field. And for me, we need to conserve his energy and get him on the ball in their half of the field and create problems. Not, not you know, picking up the ball off of defenders or running back, tracking their left winger or whatever it may be. Yes, he can do that. But we need him to be doing the damage on the other side, uh, and and I think the last couple of games we've seen that, like a false number ten. I love a false ten. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be Mom. fair, I'm, I'm glad you, you said a, there, uh-huh. Decker, about the, the fact that he was, you know, at times, you know, much further up the pitch. It it it, it links into what you you were just saying before there about when um, we, we were seeing Wilson so exposed up front and, and isolated. Mm-hmm. Um, you saw tonight by by having the other players in and in and around, and, and like you've just said, Decker, for for a lot of the, the lot of the first half in particular, Miggy was actually the focal point of our team in in the the furthest man forward. Um, 
but he he was just everywhere, wasn't he? I mean, he was back in our whole half, defending, picking the ball up, and he was doing what he's really, really good at is when we're under a little bit of pressure, he's there, he gets the ball, and he gives us an out, and he'll just pick up the ball, you know, about 20, 25 yards out from our box, and he'll run it up, and he'll end up 20, 25 yards outside of the opposition's box. Um, but for the first the first goal, he, he was fantastic. Even, even before we actually got to the point of it, he, he, he picked up the ball, it got into him, he had two players on him, he, he got himself out of that, came out, and then he just laid the ball off, and then he picked it up again, and again he was surrounded by three, and he then, at that point, kind of jiggled his way through them, and then picked out the pass um, a, a, across to Wilson. It, it was brilliant, absolutely brilliant, and we saw that happening loads of times during the match, and just picking up the ball and carrying it, getting us up the pitch, and, and that is the big difference and why we've been able to to create so many chances and actually look a little bit more exciting and a, and a little bit more fluid in the movement and, and threat that we, we can carry. Yeah, so so Bestie, Almiron has been described by by many fans of other football <coughs> clubs and uh, probably a handful of our, our fans uh, as a headless chicken at times. He was a complete polar opposite to that tonight when we're even seeing a little bit of skillful play. In, in, in Miggy's uh, game there tonight, where he wasn't scared to, to try and basically walk past players and and, and, and turn and drop on the shoulder, moving, and, and it's great to see see Almiron do that because like like Dak I mentioned earlier, it looks like he's got confidence in his game now. Something which looks like previously he had lost all all sorts of confidence, and and, and that smile which he had in his face tonight and, and even last week against Everton, he looks like a completely different player. Yeah, I remember we were talking about it um, only a few weeks ago, saying about how his confidence seemed to have totally dipped, and um, he wasn't. Again, I was repeating what you said basically, but he wasn't smiling. And it's been—I thought tonight he was superb. He, he, he's all over the pitch. He's so—he's got to be one of the fittest blokes in the league. He's—he's he's always done that. I mean, he's always been the one to kind of put the pressure on on the front foot and then kind of do the the, the hard work. Mm. Um, getting back, I, I've wondered if previously he's been a little bit. You know when um like Rooney would chase back to left back and you just completely lose your shape. I've always yeah. wondered, not not always wondered, but there's been a little part of us I thought, I wonder if Almiron's got these little bits he's so eager to please that he's just kind of losing a lot of a little bit of his discipline in order to do so. But he was superb tonight. Um there was one in the first half, I forget, I, I, I don't know if we've got a chance out of it, but where he's got the ball and it looks he's got the ball to Wilson on or the ball to uh, Fraser on the left. And he just turns and three or four defenders around just him have got it yeah. kind of on the back foot straight away. Um, he's a really good little footballer, and it looks like he's uh, he obviously he added. If you want to say he added goals to his game, he got a few last season. He's got a few assists now, and it, well, he tried. He tried his luck at a free kick as well tonight, mate. Uh, obviously, it, it, it did hit the bar, hit the wall first, but but it looks like he's he's got that in the bag as well. It does. Uh, he's got a, He's a useful little player. He's a very good little player. And I think. Um, I, there was all the kind of talk and was he when he first signed about really until Palace at home last year when he scored like was he a waste of money was he you know was he kind of um all he was hyped up to be um and I think he's always looked a good player but he's since he's kind of got that little bit kind of cutting edge as well I think he's a fantastic player and Decker said yeah. during the, the game that he's a, for him the first name on the team sheet and I, he might not be mine but he's certainly worthy of starting every game yeah. So, so what I want to do, um, we'll, we'll wrap it up there. Obviously, we have lost the game. It, it, it is another zero points. Uh, Mark's got something else to add. Come on, then, Mark. 
Yeah, no, well, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you, you've got on to that, the fact that it, it was another zero-point game, because that is, is my big worry. Um, is Were you shaking your hand at us to tell us that, even though I was saying it at the same time? <laughs> no, because you said you were going to wrap up. Um, but what we've still got to remember here is, like you said, it, it's another loss. We've only won six games this season. What we what we can't, you know, do, allow to happen and paper over the, the the cracks with, all albeit re, better results than sorry better performances than we've 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 certainly experienced for the majority of time. We've still only won six games this season. Six six games out of twenty two is not enough. And when you mm-hmm. you think of that kind of across the the length of the season, that that's only going to you know maybe get with another get with ten wins, which puts one thirty points. Hmm. That, that is, you know, prime. I think. I think now, though. Stats. I think now, obviously, going in the weekend against Southampton, a team that's just lost nine nil to Manchester United, and they picked up a handful of suspensions as well. There, on the back of a game where we have impressed in regards to attack and display, we had twenty one shots at goal, which is phenomenal. I'm not even sure if we've had twenty one shots previously in the season in, in all of those games combined. I know five of the shots it was only five on target, but it is an improvement, no matter, of course, we didn't pick any points up, but it's a massive improvement in the last couple of games. Since the arrival of Graham Jones, that, that we've saw this new formation, this new approach to a game. So I think going in that game at, at the weekend against Southampton, that is going to be be the one for me where anything other than three points is a failure. I just think we've, we've missed an opportunity t- tonight based on on what we we had going in against against Everton, the fact that Palace hadn't won the, the, the away games, we talked about that during the stream, is that they, they don't travel particularly well. They haven't won back to back games in God knows how long, and here we go. They've just won away from home against us, and they've just put together two back to back wins that they haven't done. So it's it's that typical thing of you, you can always rely on Newcastle as a as an opposition team to. To help you break those those who do's, um, and I just is as encouraging as the performances are in the last two games. We we just can't lose sight of the fact of how bad it's been under Bruce. And, and when you look at the the results and the stats, it, it's still a big big worry for me. Well, I did want to end on a positive, but you just brought right back down there. Know, Anybody want no, to say anything positive? The reality of the situation. I know. Me, I, think I, know. Is, I think that. I've got it. Looking at the stats there, I mean, we had 61% possession tonight. Mm. Um, I, I can't remember. You may have to go back three years before we've had 61% possession in a game before, it, you know, again. And and we have come away with a defeat. And I think the points Mark make are absolutely right. They really are. Um, and I think we all know that the answer is we, we still don't want Bruce to be here. And these two performances haven't changed that or, the, or that half of football against Leeds haven't changed that. What it does do, though, is it does give you a bit of confidence that the players are able to be able to play football <laughs> more yeah. than just sitting behind the ball with 10 at the back or whatever it may be. So, however, I, I, the more I think about it, I really feel that like the Southampton game is huge in mm-hmm. regards to how the season's going to play out and maybe Bruce's future overall. Because, um, yes, fair enough, we have played well last couple, last two games. But if you get another defeat against Southampton, then we're rolling into Man United, I believe it is, coming after that. Mm-hmm. Chelsea, I, then Man United. Sorry, they're Chelsea, then Man United. Chelsea's got a new manager. All of a sudden, the pressure's right back on. And, and rightfully, yeah. it should be. We've only won mm-hmm. six games this season, as Mark's just pointed out. So, you know, 
one one good performance against Everton doesn't make it all go away. But <clears throat> the, the, trying to be positive in that sense, I've been very negative there. Yes, I have seen something in the last two performances that have that do make us think that we are better than what we've shown and they have been encouraging. But I really mm. feel that Southampton game is a huge one. Like, yeah, no, I agree. I, I do agree on that one. Um, so. Thanks for listening, everybody. If you are new to the podcast, please do go and leave a review on whichever device you're listening to. Um, leave us a review and a comment on this one. Um, if you do want to see more things from ourselves, if you do go on to the Gallagher Shots YouTube channel and check the videos out there. And we've got plenty more coming. We've got plenty more audio coming. And fingers crossed, that Southampton game, it does get us those three points, which are crucial right now, dropping down that league. It is crucial. And like I said earlier, anything but a, a win would, would be a bad result for me. Um, thank you, boys, for joining me tonight. And I feel as if it's ended on a negative. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah. Well, this, this news okay. just in, our good friend of the Evening Chronicle, Mr. Lee Ryder's player ratings. Oh. Oh, okay. Wow. okay. I'll, right. I'll leave it there. Go and check them out. Oh, wait there, wait there. Before we end it, what's Miggy's? Uh, oh, I don't know. Get into into it to to double check. Uh, do, 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 do. Well, this is the worst. Everyone switched off. Wow. now. seven, seven, nah, right? Seven out of ten. Watch what he's all doing. Thank you very much, <laughs> and we'll see you next time. Take care. Michael J. for Hope for the Warriors. Started back in 06 at Camp Lejeune. Military families witnessing the effects of war on their loved ones. Now, almost 20 years later, they've aided over 53,000 service members, veterans, and families with confidential, high-quality behavioral health care services at little or no cost to post-9-11 vets and their families. Over 91% of every dollar donated goes directly to the programs. If you're as concerned about our heroes as I am, go to hopeforthewarriors.org Sports Social Podcast Network Hello, it is Ryan and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.